Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. On um, April 7th, I was going to bed around 9 o'clock. I go check up on my, my mother upstairs to make sure she's okay before I go to bed. And his son... Sean's son, my nephew, and two nieces are in the bedroom smoking marijuana again. So I said to them that how disrespectful they're being. I told Sean, he shrugs his shoulder, like, what do you want me to do? This is the plaintiff, Carlene Turpin. She says her younger brother got mad at her and started banging on the floor of the room above hers and it damaged her ceiling. Her brother needs to learn how to control his temper tantrums, and he needs to reimburse her the $2,381.23 worth of damages. This is the defendant, Sean Turpin. He says he was moving some furniture for his mom, and his sister got mad at him, called the cops, and had him kicked out of the house they once shared. Now, she's trying to steal the house from their mother who has dementia, and he's not about to let that happen. And that's what this lawsuit's really about. He's accused of squabbling with his sister. The defendant has filed a countersuit for $5,000 for emotional distress. All parties, please raise your right hand. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. People's Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Marilyn Millian is not presiding. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome. All right, Carlene Turpin, you are yes, suing your brother, Sean Turpin, for damaging the ceilings, $2,381. You are counterclaiming against her five grand for emotional yes. distress. What is going on between you two? Uh, let's start with you, Carlene. Okay. Well, I own a two-family home. My mother lives in the upstairs apartment. I live in the first floor apartment. How long have you owned that home? How long has it been in your name? In my name since 2016. Okay. And Mr. Well, it's, Turpin, the, did, the, did this home used to be your mother's? Yes, the house was in my mother's name. And For it's how no, long? no longer in my mother's name. Um, since I can remember, um, I don't even think it's been four years since her name has been in it. 
been okay. on it. And there appears to be some kind of dispute between you all regarding uh, who should be owning that house? Yes, it, it is a dispute because uh, my father, my mother, my sister helped pay for the house. Now, it's like a family house. Um, we spent a lot of time in the house. My brother was married, raised his kids in that house. My son, which is 22 now, practically was raised up in that house. And um, it's been in my mother's name. Lately, my mother, um, she has like all time is a hard time remembering, but she's not getting her diagnosed. She's just saying, oh, um, uh, you know, she can't remember anything. She can't. My mother doesn't receive any mail. She doesn't know what's going on anymore. So she's taking advantage of her money, her finances, not only her finances, but with the house and everything else included. So um, I would really like to put a stop to that. And I'm proceeding in, in other courts to try to get some help f for her. Where do you have you, do fair. you have something filed in another court? No, not yet. OK, so, Ms. Turpin, what happened here that you're seeking two thousand three hundred dollars in damages on um, April 7th? I was going to bed around nine o'clock. I go to check up on my, my mother upstairs to make sure she's OK before I go to bed. And his son, Sean's son, my nephew and two nieces are in the bedroom smoking marijuana again. So I said to them that how disrespectful they're being. I told Sean, he shrugs his shoulder, like, what do you want me to do? So normally I would shut off the Wi-Fi and the kids would leave. They're not kids, they're young adults. They would leave because no Wi-Fi, you know, nothing to do. So I shut off the Wi-Fi, I go to bed. My phone is ringing, Sean is calling me, I'm ignoring him. Next thing I know, I hear this banging above my head. Okay, here's what I'm trying to figure out. If this is your house and you and your brother are in this um, horrible situation uh, where you're at odds like this, if this is your house, why is he living there? He won't leave. And Why and wouldn't you go to court and evict him and say, hey, this is my house, I don't want him here? I'm in the process of doing that How now. long have you been in the he process of a... doing that? According to you, the house has been in your name for five years. So if it's been in your name for five years, it doesn't take five years to file an eviction. The first, the first notice I gave was in 2017. Even, okay, moved. right. So why haven't you already evicted him if you're, if you're the owner of the house? My mother begged me not to. Okay. So I, I didn't proceed in 2017, even though it was her idea in the first place. So then um, we were doing, everything was doing okay. You know, he was trying to help me out with mom and stuff. But this was the um, epitome of what happened. Okay. When he All right. So it's April 7th and you've told me what led up to this. You turn off the Wi-Fi mm -hmm. and then what happens? He mm -hmm. starts calling you and you're not answering. I'm not answering. And then he's banging. I don't know what he was banging with because, of course, I'm downstairs in my bed. He's banging with something so hard that my ceiling, I, at first I didn't know what it was. It's just the ceiling, boom, boom, and the ceiling is shaking and the fan is shaking. So I go running upstairs to see what it is. And he's coming out of my mother's room. And my mother is standing there in the doorway, just shaking. I said, what's going on? What was that? And she's just said, he's crazy. He's crazy. I said, what are you doing? He says, turn the Wi-Fi back on. I said, you're tearing up my house and you're talking about some Wi-Fi? Are you crazy? I'm coming back downstairs. He starts doing it again. I said, I'm calling the police. What is he doing it with? I, I wasn't up there. I couldn't tell you what he was using. I could not tell you. But you know he was using something? It had to be because it was quick succession and it was really heavy.
whatever it was, it was heavy enough to shake the whole ceiling. I mean, plaster was falling down off the ceiling. Okay, go on. So I called the police. They come about 35 minutes later. They took my report. I said, will you go up there and talk to him because he's threatened to tear up my whole house? They said, no, we can't do that. Here's the paperwork. You know, go to family court. So that's what I did. I went to family court the next day. And you got a restraining order? Yes. To remove him from and, the house? And, yes. And then what happened with that? That's a temporary. And then there's a hearing for the permanent. What ended up happening at the hearing for the permanent? We haven't had the permanent hearing yet. That's, but he's um, back in the house, isn't he? He is. How did he get they back did in an the emergency, house? They did an emergency hearing for um, after about, he was out for like a week. And we had another hearing to see if he could come back in. And the judge let him come back in because she said he's not a danger to me. He didn't make a threat to me. He just made a threat to the home. Well, if I may speak. What, were you do what did you want to say, Mr. Turpin? They let me back into the house because she was incredible. She made all kind of accusations against me, talking about I was physically, she was scared of me. She said my mother was scared of me. She made all kind of accusations. And the judge didn't find her credible at all. That's why they let me back into the house. Do you have proof of that? I mean, I won my case. They let me back into yeah, the house. Yeah, but sometimes you win your case for a reason other than the other person's credibility. Well, um, that's it's it's still not it's still not finished. And and during the case and during that case, the family court case, she was um like she would go. It was virtual, just by phone. She would go into the room and coach my mother. And the judge had to warn her and, and tell her you're not supposed to be in the room with your mother. And she had to leave out the room because she was telling my mother what to say on the phone during the case. How old is your mother, Mr. Turpin? She's 78. And the, and the worst part about it, she hasn't been diagnosed. She doesn't take her to get a di diagnosed. Why don't you take her, her to get her diagnosed? And Alzheimer's. Why don't you take well, her? Well, I tried. I tried. She doesn't. She does. She wouldn't go to get her out the house. is very difficult to get her to even go to the doctor, period. When she finds out that she's there for uh, to see if she has dementia, she has a fit. Well, she you don't tell her that. Right you ju I mean, I, with all due respect, you just kind of take her to the doctor and let the doctor do their thing. But, you know, it's it's not only on her to take her to the doctor. She's your mother. You can take her to the doctor. Right. So, you know, oh, she hasn't even taken her to get a diagnosis. Go take her yourself to get a diagnosis. But the reason why I'm bringing that up is easy for her to say, oh, to forge her name and say, oh, she's in sound mind and body and to do all the stuff that she's doing with the male. That's the purpose of her not getting an AML. My mother doesn't see any of them now. My mother can read. She's still, you know, Okay, but there, there, there are places you can remember. go if you think that somebody's taking advantage of someone who's not of sound mind. You file a complaint right. and you have independent people get in the middle of your business and try to figure out who's right and who's wrong. Um, so you know that there's places you can go to file that kind of complaint. You're working on that, I guess. Right. That's what you meant when you said right. I'm pursuing other courtrooms. All right, I, I understand right. that. Let's talk about what's going on here because nothing makes me sadder than to think, you know, your mother worked hard to get this house and then now it's the source of her children hating each other. Isn't that something? Should be like well, a happy thing. Good and then instead, good memories. <laughs> and then instead it's the source of family strife and, you know, yes. in any event, show me how he has damaged your house to the tune of the amount that you're asking for, Ms. Turpin. What would you like me to look at? Yeah, the beams were broken. All right, so let's look at the pictures that you're talking about. This is your room, right? Yes. 
And then uh, they've taken down the drywall of your room because let's look at the other pictures first here because these come later in time. You've shown me these pictures where there's all these holes in your ceiling. And according to you, these holes are made by him stomping on the floor above you, right? Or hitting it with a dumbbell or something. Something like that, yes. Okay. How many times has he done that? Was that just on this one occasion in April? Yes, he did it like throughout the night. Just that one time. And that, according to you, has broken the beams. Immediately. As soon as he did it, you can hear... The, every time you hear, it was banging, you can hear it cracking. You could hear the ceiling fan was um, about to come down and all the little pieces of it was of, like of raining drywall were coming down. Right. Snowing drywall. Screws, right. OK, mm-hmm. well, you happen to have a video because you took a video when it happened. Right. Right. OK. Mm-hmm. Look at these holes in the ceiling. Tearing up my house. I'm taking all this to court for evidence. You keep tearing up my house. You're going to have to pay for every single repair. I'm not the one tearing up somebody's property. Why are you turning wife off for, Connie? For what? For what? For what? Let me ask you a question. What were you doing up there, Mr. Turpin? I just moved the dresser around. Um, there was no damage. I took a picture I'm of the sorry. floor. I'm sorry. The sounds I was hearing were you moving furniture for your mother? No, that wasn't the sound. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. What you heard her taking the broom handle and sticking it and hitting the ceiling with it. That's why those little circular perfect holes are we'll in the ceiling. We'll talk about that in a second. I want to know what you were doing. That was my question, not what she was doing. I what just, were you doing? I just moved over a dresser. You did not move it, over in, in a, a dresser, Mr. Turpin. You are lying. You were banging on the ground with your feet, probably. You were stomping to bother her right on top. Well, That's was, what you were doing. There was a little noise in there. I'm and sorry. Like I said, were my, you doing what I say you were doing? I wasn't stomping. No? And I wasn't stomping on the floor. It Maybe sure I've been, sounds I was like stomping walking. on the floor. You're stomping up there. I mean, it's obvious what you're doing. Now let's talk to you. 
Okay, according to you, you have proof that his stomping caused problems with the beans. And you sent some pictures, Ms. Turpin, for me to see the problem with the beans. Let's look at the pictures that you sent me. Okay, so show me how these pictures of beans prove that he, from above, damaged your beams. Because I got to tell you, when I'm looking at this, Okay, mm-hmm. and I'm zooming in. I'm seeing mm-hmm. the damage from the bottom of the beam, which would mm-hmm. be, in fact, consistent with the holes that I'm looking at previously, which he says are, in fact, pictures of you with the broom <laughs> smacking up at the ceiling, and it's consistent with the fact that when you are videotaping him stomping, all those holes are already there. They're already in the video. They're not happening in front of me. They're already there. So just in case either of you think I'm an idiot, he's stomping because he's mad, and you're hitting the broom up because you're mad he's stomping. That's what's happening. But show me how any of these beam pictures show anything other than what I have just said, because when I look at these beam pictures, all of the damage to any beams there is from the bottom. It's not from the top. Okay. Okay. Slide to the next picture. Well, 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 let's talk about this one. How did these holes get made there on those beams? Um, that I don't know. Oh, I do. I it's think a broom. it's from the screws. No, it's prob- it's no, no, no. He, I had, I had already looked at that and thought that before he even mentioned the broom. But when I'm looking at the beams and all the damage is from the bottom, and there's exactly little holes like this, what, what do you, what, what else do you think that common sense tells us that this stuff is? This one shows that a. That's, that's that the a middle of the room where the ceiling fan goes. This is exactly what this picture shows. I am ruling your in Honor, this case your on your Honor. claim against your brother in favor of your, your brother. Honor, you, on your counterclaim your for Honor, emotional distress, Honor, let me tell you something. Turn her mic off. I don't want to hear her talking over me anymore. That is the only, the only benefit of COVID and remote court. <laughs> now you listen to me, and I know she can still listen to me. Mr. Turpin, are you listening? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I'm not an idiot. Mm. I know what is going on. What is going on is that the two of you are making your mother's last years on this planet miserable. Why you're dragging this out is beyond me. Go to court and do whatever it is you think you need to do to solve it. If you think she's abusing of someone who's not doesn't have all their faculties in terms of abusing financially, not not in some other way. That's what you're accusing her of. Then go prove it. Or shut up. But it's her, according to her, it's her house. So you're going to have to prove that she stole it from your mother when she wasn't in sound mind if you want to get there. So just do it. And you, Miss Turpin, if it's your house and you don't want him living there and let we want a little piece for your mother, then go ahead and evict him. And then we'll get a little piece for your mother and let all the chits fall where they may. Instead, it's war of the roses between the two Turpins. <laughs> And you're just making your mother miserable. If you put half the energy into making your own money and buying your own house, your mother wouldn't be miserable in her last days. Not that 78 should be her last days, but I don't know what kind of health she's in. It's just, it's horrifying to me. On your counterclaim against her for emotional distress, I think you dish it out just as well as you take it. So zero to you two. Good luck.
So in this brother-sister dispute, suit, lawsuit and countersuit, it ends up in a zero-zero tie. Nobody gets anything. So let's talk to uh, let's talk to the plaintiff first. Ms. Turpin, you filed the lawsuit against your brother. You did not prevail. What are you thinking? The eviction is in process, so we'll see where that goes. In the meantime, you know, keep us in prayer. Okay, very good. All right, let me talk to your brother. Uh, Sean, let me ask you, do you think this is going to end the, the problems you're having with your sister? or not? You're about to be evicted, right? Well, you know, um, whatever she does or whatever she's trying to do, it's not right. And she's going about it the wrong way. It's just like what Judge Millian said, you know, she's trying to do stuff, cause the damage herself and trying to say I did it. All right, well, good luck to you. I hope you work it out for your mother's sake. You know, Doug, it's interesting that when people sue, everybody thinks relationships are automatically over forever. That is not always the case. Sometimes you have two people, even family members like here, where, well, there's an honest disagreement perhaps, and you can go into court and get a third party to listen dispassionately and make a decision that doesn't mean the relationship has to be over. I had to have a wall fixed in my apartment and it's going on three weeks and it's still not finished. They had to fix the wall in the bedroom uh, before and that one only took a week. Should I withhold next month's rent until the work gets done? Hey, so zero to 60 in a minute, huh? Yeah, in less than. Um, Everybody it, goes. I don't know what they're talking. Yeah, full out. Uh, it, that, um, you know, certainly a tenant has a right to withhold rent for a repair that that um, is affecting the quality of your life. When you say repair a wall, what are you talking about? A little hole That's in the wall? That's probably a cosmetic thing. If it's a I'm cosmetic guessing, especially thing. Especially if they moved in already before that. And, yeah, I mean, and it's a, a, if it's a cosmetic thing, yeah. I would not advise withholding withholding the rent. Right You're away. causing all kinds of problems and creating all kinds of animosity in a situation that doesn't warrant it yet. Now, you know, if there's some reason why the repair of the wall is, is structural in some way and it has to do with your safety, then the idea behind withholding the rent is not that you're punishing them, it's that you're gonna need to pay for the repair yourself because it's so imminent and important and has to happen right, right now. And, and, and those things are, are the, the big plumbing, electrical, yeah, HVAC things, your, or, or yeah. doors that are broken, windows that are broken, there where people can come in, where your own safety's in danger potentially, right. or, or you just can't But the idea is you take that rent money you would've <clears throat> paid them and you do the repair. It doesn't sound like this person has that in mind at all. No, come on, you gotta get along. I mean, you wanna yeah. get along with your landlord, you may need a favor from him or her on something next month, and all yeah. of a sudden, Boom, you're just going to go, like you said, from zero to 60 or zero to 100 and go, oh, no rent for you. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is the plaintiff, Samuel Beju. He says he rented out his Tesla on an app called Turo, and the defendant who rented his car damaged it and won't pay. She treated his beautiful electric car with disrespect. His resale value has now plummeted, and he's here suing for every penny of the $4,720.56 he's owed. This is the defendant, Deirdre Toy Powell. 
She says she washed the guy's car before she returned it as a courtesy. Now the guy's making up all these things and suing her for damages she didn't make. For instance, he's suing her because the car smells like pot. She doesn't smoke pot. And she's not paying him over four grand. End of story. She's accused of stinking up a Tesla. All parties, please raise your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the DACA, the plaintiff says that he rented his new beautiful Tesla to the defendant and she wrecked it. But the defendant says she washed the guy's car before she returned it and he's making up all these damages and is trying to pin the blame on her? It's the case of tearing up a Tesla. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome. Mr. Beju, tell me what happened. Um, I rented out my car on Turo to... Tell me what Turo um, is. It's an app that allows people who own cars to uh, kind of match you up with people who want to rent your private car? Yeah, exactly. Okay, you had a 2021 Tesla? Yes. And you wanted to rent it out to strangers? Yeah, there's a good market for Teslas because um, there's a lot of people that uh, want to try the car before they buy it. Oh, I don't doubt there's a market. I, I was wondering why yeah. you would want to let it go. But anyway, so... Um, I needed some extra cash, so okay. I bought All right. a car. All right, so now tell me what happened. Um, so I rented it to Miss um, Powell, and um, she was very nice on the like pre-rental and everything else. Um, but once the, uh, she had accepted the rental and was uh, on her trip, um, communication went downhill. I couldn't get a hold of her. Why do you have um, to get a hold you know, of her? Well, on the on the app, you can tell um, from like the the phone, the Tesla will notify you that it's getting like low on battery and things of that nature. And you can also just kind of check in on the car where it's located. And when I went to check in on the car and I saw the car moving in excess of 110 miles an hour, it was somewhat alarming. So that alarmed me. Was kind of like, hey, you know, you're going a little bit fast. You know, just kind of. <laughs> You know, maybe you want to slow down or whatever. Did you tell her um, that? And then did you text I her that? I believe I did. Yeah. I believe I did. Um, and um, I also tried notif notifying them over the, the app. I say them because at some point she did mention that her daughter was uh, with the rental and using the car. But yeah, so I saw it going super fast. So you tell her and that, what did she respond? There was one point where, where I got really aggravated when it said like, okay, Joe. Okay, <laughs> what? understand. Well, Joe. Okay. J O E. And okay. it's like, I'm like, Joe. I'm like, who's Joe? And like, why, why are you calling me Joe? I'm just trying to like communicate with you about the, the vehicle itself. Um, so, so how long was, did, was the rental period? She had the car for how long? Um, I want to say it was a three day rental. Three days? Um, yeah. Okay. I could be mistaken though. How um, many days did you have the rental, Ms. Powell? Two. Two days. Two days. Okay. And what did you pay for the rental? Let me find it. Let I think $138.33 a day. The total I paid was $1,340. That's why I'm wondering, how did that happen for two days? I'm trying to understand. Maybe it was, maybe it was three. So uh, the three days was 415 The trip mm -hmm. fee is 480 What does that mean? What's the difference between a trip fee and a trip price? It's a fee that they charge for Turo. Wow. How much of this do you get? On the Turo app? Uh, on that rental, I believe I get 75% of okay. the... Um, so what's a trip fee versus a trip price? Like, if I think I'm paying $138 a day, I actually end up paying 1000 You know, Turo themselves um, have a lot of um, funny Fees. financing going on. 
Okay. <laughs> By the so way, did it you call too... him Joe in the text? Is Joe like a male version of Karen? <laughs> or is he Karen... may have he, he may have he may have texted me while I was driving and I had my daughter answer the text and I that's the first I heard of that. But okay. I right. wanna, was I like anybody to to smoking the in the car, Miss Powell? No, no. And no one was smoking in the car. I don't smoke. My daughter does smoke. I, I will admit it, but she does not smoke in front of me. What kind of the jobs that I carry? Smoking marijuana or tobacco? Oh no, she doesn't smoke tobacco. She smokes marijuana. All right. But she doesn't do it in front of me. Okay. And she wouldn't certainly do it dri- with driving in. Yeah. In an he says that when you me. return the car, it's it reeked of smoke. That's not true. And you, I don't believe that it reeked of smoke. It may have smelled like smoke. And I'm going to say what I thought because I I, I don't want to say that he was lying because I hate the smell of any kind of smoke. But my daughter, when she does smoke, share her clothes smell like it. So she may have smelled like it when she sat in the car. Right. I don't smoke. I think I even gave you a drug test. I don't oh, I do, do anything. Okay. I, I All right. Can I ask you, Mr. <laughs> Beju, will you tell me well, what were the problems with the car when she returned it? It smelled of smoke. It had a horribly strong smell of smoke. There was um, tobacco uh, um Traces of tobacco down the side of the seats. Um, Traces of tobacco. Wait, wait, slow down. Traces of tobacco down the side of the seats. Did you take a picture of that? Yeah. And in one of the text messages, she she did admit to her daughter leaving a cigar in the cup holder. What is this a picture of? That, you know, I don't know. I, I can't comment on what the substance is, but there's like a sticky like liquid that was kind of like, what am I? What am I looking at? The inside of the door? That is um, by the inside of the door. So you like little gray thing was the. Okay, what that, is this a picture? That's just the window. That's just the window. You can see like just the sticky like kind of like there's something something on there. Like right there, you can see all that sticky stuff on the, the side is of my this? car. What is that? I Ms. mean, you know, I can't. I, I don't want to speculate. I I don't know what that is, but let me. I had the car cleaned before I bought it to him, and I thought when, How, you, when you say you pictures, had it cleaned, who cleaned it? I went to a a car cleaning place. Okay. Do you know what this is on the inside? No, I don't. I don't even know that that came. But when he sent that to me, I thought he was saying it was still wet because I bought it to him right from the car place. Where's the tobacco you told me I would see? I mean, right here on the bottom of that, on the bottom left of there, there's ash. There's a, right there, that's ash right there. You know, it doesn't have to necessarily be ash. There, what happens? A, what's the first thing you do when you communicate like week, with her? You tell her that she's going to have to pay extra. And how much do you tell her she's going to have to pay extra? Um, at first, I, I said, hey, you know, um, the car was like excessively dirty and this and that. And it smelled smoke. And... Basically, I don't know exactly what I asked for, but it was only a few hundred bucks. How much which, did you ask um, her for? Do you remember? Specifically, no. It was, okay, it was and and what did she say so. to you? Basically, like I'm so sorry, and I'll take care of it. Um, something to that effect. And did it she? Was something that was no. But I do like, see that hey, she Joe. did pay uh, f- some two hundred and something dollar fee. I do see that. Yeah, no. So there's some built-in fee in Toro that they try to assess automatically if there's smoking with evidence. You know, so they did charge that um, the 150, and that they they charged that to her, and I did receive that. Okay. But, how, um, how much was that? 150. Yeah. The three thousand yes. three hundred and eleven dollars that you're suing for. Tell me about that. Yeah. So essentially, as you know, because it, I'm getting strung along um, by Miss Powell. And not getting responses, you know, and time's going on, I'd start researching it. 
And as I started researching the different damages, I find the thing from like the National Highway Institute or wherever it came from that basically says that you're, you're devaluing your car 7.7% by smoking in it. So it's like, you know what? That's I didn't realize it was smoking. being devalued. That smokes every I didn't day in realize car. it was being devalued 7.7%. But once I did and once she didn't want to negotiate with me, and if we have to run up the flagpole and here we are, then why not go after the full 7.7%? <laughs> why should I discount and that's it? Exactly you didn't want to discount judge. Uh, that he was gouging me. That and he even said we can do this without Turo. He said that we could do this without Turo. A matter of fact, he said we could settle for seven hundred dollars. He said that also. Yeah, and you didn't take those offers, did you? Well, you know, I mean, that's fine. But what did you end up doing? You just started to ignore him and figure you'll answer in court or what? I started feeling like he was gouging me after I paid the first time. I just felt like, I mean, what? Did and you pay through Turo to go- or did you pay him the first time? Um. I, I, I paid through Toro and I gave him Wait, something. Wait, did you too. pay through Toro because Toro made, build you? Yes, Toro okay. build me. See, th- he's right that there is a difference. It's one thing when two parties agree to something and then all of a sudden one of the parties says, eh, never mind that I agreed that that was it. I found more stuff. Like, then he's banned from bringing it up. But if Toro just sent you the charge and you paid through Toro, that's because they did that the second he mentioned the smoke thing. That's not really him accepting a settlement and now... I can't really look at him and say, you can't bring up another thing because you accepted a settlement. That's different. But oh. now let's talk okay. about what actual damages he can prove. Um, uh, what evidence do you have of how it stunk? You, just your testimony, Mr. Bajin? Yeah, essentially, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, essentially right. the, the testimony, yeah. Okay. Some okay. of the pictures Does in there Does it still smell that way like, now? It still has a s- smell of smoke in there, yes. <laughs> it's right. Is it strong? Any, no. Okay. Do you have any any proof of that? It's very hard you know, typically what we would do is you would be in court with the Tesla and I would walk out there <laughs> and right, I'd smell right, it and right. I'd, I would make my own determination. Um, those days are not around right now. So it makes it a little bit Indeed. difficult. What else do you say she damaged besides, I understand your, um, the there lowered value claim. Hold on. Your car, $150 for car cleaning. Who, who cleaned the car to the tune of $150? I did. Oh, you did. So you don't have a receipt for $150. All right. So, and then now the $500 for bumper damage, what is that about? So on the back of the bumper, it looks like, you know, um, there's there's like a, a, a mark on it. There's like the smears. There's some actual serious damage is the, um, the rims, you know, the rim, the rims are scratched up and damaged. And she said that it happened in a Starbucks. And that's also in Did the text message Did you tell him that the rims got scuffed in a Starbucks, Ms. Powell? I think that I pulled, I, I think I did mention, the, uh, and it wasn't that, yeah, I, when I pulled I to the, too close to the curb, I'm, I, that, I do remember saying that, that, yes. Do you have a receipt for the repair of the tire rims? I didn't get the tires repaired yet. Where is the damage on this tire rim? I presume that's why you submitted this picture. Where am I to see the damage? You got to look around the edge, the, the edge of it. Like, okay. There's some of it there. It's on the rim. There it is. You know, it's not I, actually yeah, yeah, the, it's not the actual, actual hubcap. It. It's on the right. actual rim. So right. it's not a plastic hubcap. It's the entire Parking like will. Okay, I got you. Parking too close to the curb. Yeah, I know. Essentially, there's only two things that haven't already been taken care of by the 150 that Turo Charger for cleaning. At most of those pictures are, look, Judge, it had to be cleaned. All right. It's, so what what Turo hasn't charged her for. Uh, is the um, um, the rim rash and then the damages 
on the bumper, which frankly, I don't see any damage, so I can't see it. Show me, uh, there's a bumper picture, but I don't see damage. Where should that damage be? It's essentially like if you're going up from the uh, red, like tail light type mm -hmm. thing, as you go up there, right there, right there, it's not shadow that you're seeing right here. That's the actual like scuff on like the bumper that doesn't wash out right there. That's How it. do I know that doesn't just right come there. off? I mean, did you take I mean, you this don't. anywhere? Like, you know, okay. Other than Toro making up figures, which I'm not bound by, did you ever take this anywhere to have somebody else estimate the damages? No, you cleaned the car yourself. You didn't well, pay. No, I, I had tested. No, no, you didn't pay. You cleaned the car yourself. You didn't pay anybody $150 to detail it. You just extra cleaned it, and she got charged the $150 already. So what we're talking about is the rim rash and whether I'm going to trust that your Tesla has been devalued by $3,311 by somebody in two days giving, you know, having smoke in it. Um, three I don't, days and we're three conflating. Days. We're conflating. We're conflating the smoking charge with the cleaning charge. No, we're they not have conflating. Two charges. No, we're not conflating anything. I am separately going through each charge. 150 has already been covered. That, of course, is not for any damage that she did by permanent damage by leaving smoke stink inside the car. That is a separate and unique claim that you are making because you're saying my car is forever devalued by 7% judge because somebody two days smoked in there. And what I'm telling you is it looks more like what she said, which is, yeah, you devalue a car by constantly smoking tobacco in the car, which lingers like that. OK, but I don't find that you've sufficiently proven that you are out three thousand three hundred and eleven dollars because somebody had tobacco in your car two days. I, and I'm very sensitive to smoke. I'm very, very sensitive to oh, it. Wow. Um, so but there's the rim rash and rim rash is a problem and it's an expensive problem. OK, so based on the pictures that I have seen and the damages that I have seen, I am uh, coming up with the amount that I believe a 2021 Tesla will end up uh, be. I'm finding in his favor for the uh, replacement of the rims in the amount of $600. So that is my verdict. I am going to order you to pay an additional $600. And uh, maybe you should have worked it out with him on the side. I do kind of agree with you that then he got really, really mad. And then it just became an even bigger headache for you with this $3,311 claim. But in any event, my verdict is for the plaintiff in the amount of an additional $600. So the plaintiff has prevailed in this case. Uh, Ms. Powell, you seem to be okay when the judge gave her verdict. What are you thinking? Um, I felt that that was fair. I, th I felt that that was fair. All right. Well, you got to get And I don't speed. I haven't, had a, I haven't had a speeding ticket probably in the last 30 years. If I was going 110 miles an hour, I would be someone that had tickets. I don't speed. Okay. Good enough. All right, Ms. Powell, let me talk to you, Mr. Beju. You, you get a car and it has that brand new smell. And after they rented it, yeah. that is uh, forever gone. But it is what Look, it is. The big question to you is, why would you rent out your Tesla? Most of the Tesla owners I know would never rent out their Tesla. They love them too much. Why did you rent it out? You learned the hard way. I bought it to make money. I bought it to make money. No, and in all honesty, it's... Um, I've already, I'm already up, uh, say, uh, about 30% into the value of the car from renting it. And I've had it less than a year. So it's working out.
All right. Well, good luck to you. Good luck with the car. You know, Doug, this is an interesting case because smoke is kind of a transitory thing. Even though it's hard to get smoke out of a car, eventually it happens. So in a situation like this, there's nothing to compensate the Tesla owner for because that smoke eventually is going to go away. Kind of sucks, but that's the law. What is it that made you decide to become a lawyer? I, uh, my... Um... My kindergarten teacher told my parents that I should become a lawyer because uh, I think when you're you're a natural born fighter and and a person who argues a lot. Um, right, right. Yeah. You have a black belt in arguing. For sure. <laughs> you know, I, I, I have in my mind that that movie with Liam Neeson where he's on the phone with the guy who kidnapped his daughter and he's going, "What I do have is a very particular set of skills that I've honed over a lifetime." <laughs> Something like that, you know, because, yeah, you uh, are pretty good at that. So and then when I went to college, I I was I majored in psychology and I thought that I wanted to be a therapist, which would mean that I would have to listen very, very well. And my uh, parents convinced me, listen, you're a much better talker than you are a listener. Maybe you should be a lawyer. Um, And that's why I decided to go to law school. 